Just enough to fill the gun on the holster Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze City skylines, we're puffing on some trees Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda Made back, front of the building with the chauffeur And he waiting on me Got umbrella in his hands and my name in the seats No gift, baby, no thanks No chinchillas, baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks Talk to Crazy, he talks to me Get my business out the streets It's the ART, uh to the show. I'm your host, Rick H. Mi gente, bienvenido to the Rick H. Show. Spanish? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was so delayed. It's all fake. It's all fake. I'm joined today. My brother's here, Benny Banks. Y'all in the building. What's good, huh? That's, that's, that's it. A that's, that's all we got. Crazy Boogie is here. That's the old guy. That's it. That's awesome. Here. That's it. Low key today. Crazy low key. So, we're, our guest today is from Orange is the New Black, The Long Road Home, Platanos and Collard Greens, Blue Bloods, Royal Paints, Turn Washington Spies, and some other film that is not here yet, Karina Ortiz, ladies and her real quick. I went to college with her and she's like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Karina. I was like, yeah, we went to school together. And she's like, oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, wow. Changed, bro. <laughs> Sorry, nigga. It's crazy. It just... The memory. The memory loss. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I worked on Netflix. What have you done? I'm only, Damn! I'm only Hold on a second, nah, that ain't true. <laughs> I'm only kidding. So, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Oh my God! Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm and excited. And today we're sponsored by uh, Dykeman Beer Company. Ooh. Yes. Well, I knew the name. Yes. My favorite summer ale. Woo! Wow. Wait, that's your that's your favorite? My favorite summer ale. Oh, wow. He only drinks this. Damn. That's the stuff. Pretty cool. So there's other flavors. It's made with water, straight from Irish. <laughs> from the pool? Wow. From the pool, right? I think we just. <laughs> they just lost some sales because of that. From the natural springs, I'm going to have this pool. Oh, man. I got a Belgian. I got some stories in there. <laughs> Suave IPA. What's the last one? I already said it. You just put it up. So we have a full house tonight because she's kind of famous, you know, she doesn't know anybody. So, let's start with the first question. Who okay. is Karina Ortiz? Uh, Karina Ortiz is a human being. She is, it is my real name. Actually, my entire name, if, if, since you asked, no, is, is Karina Estela Ortiz Tamburini. Stop. Okay. G-Code is in the building, her older brother. Is that true, bro? That is true. That is true. <laughs> she can't lie today, folks. I cannot. Her older brother's here. That's true. So, Karina Ortiz. Yes, yes. Were you born here in the U.S.? I was not. I was born in Dominican Republic. Let's go. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What part? Um, I'm from New York. Where in New York? Right, right, okay. 
I was born in the capital, Santo okay. Domingo, and I asked my mom today what the neighborhood was called because I can. People always ask me, and I just never know the neighborhood. Urbanización Central, I believe. Come on, come on, Real. Urbanización Real. So they had money. Definitely not. Definitely did not have money. It sounds fancy. My family's from Boca. Like you could tell. That's a campo. That's what's up. So it sounds like a resort. You were born in DR. Yes, I was. I was born in DR. Yeah. So tell me about a little bit about your family and your life. Um. Okay. Well. Give us some insight. Some insight. Stuff that you don't get in regular. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so I came here when I was five um, because my younger brother has cerebral palsy. That was really the reason why we came here because there was just absolutely, there's just no, no services like that for people with special not needs like that. No, not at all. Okay. So that was really the reason. Um, but growing up in DR, um, oh, here's something that I haven't said in an interview. The lights obviously go out in DR all the time. Um, so I'll give you like a little visual of yeah, se fue la luz. Okay. Um, and one time se fue la luz, and I was upstairs, and we had these like marble staircases, uh, marble staircase, <laughs> NDR, and um, so the lights went out, and I'm like, oh, let me go downstairs, or at the time in Spanish, dame bajar, con mami papi. And I, <laughs> in that same voice, that was the voice. I was probably like. Probably five-ish. Yeah, yeah. And I tumbled down the stairs. And I busted my chin. Um, So uh, I have a scar from that. I went to the emergency room. That's like my, like one of the earliest memories that I have. The The culprit? The the one they numb you out so they can stitch you up. Anesthesia? Anesthesia. Was Burugat the anesthesia? Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no me diga que no me diga, It was like that rough, right? But that was that was like one of the earliest memories I have of um, DR over there. But I, I think um, growing up there, I used to love it. So when I came here, I was like, what is this place? It's disgusting and it stinks. I still remember the first Bronx building I went into, which one of my aunts lived in, and I remember the smell. And anytime I go into like a pre-war apart like building, I smell that. It's not like a bad smell, but it's like musty. Like Like, musty's not that bad. I mean, it could be okay. Laundry for like two weeks. It's not a mocato smell, you know. Like it was a mocato, but. You got it. You know when you hear something <laughs> Spanish, you especially it. Dominican Spanish. Yeah, I've explained mocato to a couple of people before. Mocato is like when you have, I don't know, like a swimsuit or a wet towel that you leave in like a it plastic bag, and you forget about it for a oh, while, and then you smell it, and it's that smell. Mildewy, musty. It's like a, okay. And there's no better word to describe that, because in English it's like oh musty or moldy. No, it's mocato. Like, you know, that's so too close to the town where I'm from, so I'm not. I'm not really, I'm Maybe that's where I came from. I don't know. Moscato, Moscato. <laughs> you know that's DR? That's exactly where I came from. Damn, that's a jailbreak. Bro, damn. My younger brother, so we're from the same town. So yeah, I know. And when I went there, did it smell like Mogato? 
It didn't no, smell like Mogato out there. Because that's how we rock. No, but there was barely any houses. Like, the houses mm. didn't have no doors. Right, yeah, and yeah. the kids, they were... That's because we're inviting. We like to let, you know... Oh, yeah, that's why? That's right. The food was good. We're loving people. But they, the kids were playing, like, baseball with rocks and, yeah. like, broomsticks. So that's right. That's the best thing. What's wrong with that? When they asked me to play, I was trashed. Because I can't hit a rock with a broomstick. <laughs> that's because you were born here. That's why. Ah, the that's best players are doing that. That's how they learn. So you transitioned to live in New York City. You first yeah. moved here to the Bronx. Um, yeah. Very briefly. Very briefly. Very briefly. Yo, shout out to Bronx. Yeah. No more Bronx slander. That was just... Drop one more thing. Just because he said that. <laughs> it was... I was there briefly. Yes. Born and I grew up in the house. I grew up in the house. And if you're from Watch Heights, you're going to know what this is from. From the deuce. So if you know what the deuce means, deuce? you know where it's at. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Damn, why you got to throw jazz in here? Isn't that what they call it? Nah. It's because I brought up the mocato, man. Now our mind is just nah. thinking about stinky New York. Yeah, you say yeah. Deuce, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, li- I lived in the Bronx briefly, mm-hmm. and then I grew up in Washington Heights, and then eventually moved back. To the Bronx, so. So my question now is. Yeah. When did you find out that you wanted to get into the arts, as far as music and acting? Because you do music as well. Um, yeah, I haven't, you know, been singing as much as I was before when I was pursuing like musical theater. Stay tuned for the song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the mojito. Let's rephrase it. When did you learn that oh, you yes. wanted to get into the arts? Um, Music, yeah. theater, or movies? Or okay, yeah, honestly, like, the earliest memory that I have as a child is wanting to perform. Okay. Um, and, like, one of the memories that really sticks out to me is... Um, Se fue la luz. And um, I was in Barahona. Is, is this good? Yes, thank you. Barahona. Everyone's from Santiago. Yes. No, there's some capitalinos back there, but I don't. That was, I was born in the capital. Yeah, but no, it was um, in Barahona. I wonder if Gio, if you were there for this, but he was there for everything. I think. Well, I was I was a recruiter and I was really young and we were at my grandmother's house. And the lights went out, the electricity went out. Yes, I, I recruited my cousins to like put on shows. So like the lights went out, and I was like, let's do a fashion show. And with the limited amount of pieces that we had, um, <laughs> I would like have like short shorts and like stuff my t-shirts in it, and that was a swimsuit. Holler. Um, so that is like my earliest memory of just like trying to get people in my life involved in this thing that I wanted to do. Um, but I had no idea, like, what it was. I just, this is just what I wanted to do naturally. And, like, throughout my life, um, it just kept kind of occurring in my life. So, yeah. it's something that, Shout like, memories, me and my teddy bear coming through here. Um, which, by the way, someone asked me in an interview once, like, so, you know, like, how did you, you know, get to U.S., blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, on a plane. And I was so serious. Like, I was just, like, I was, because like, on a plane. I, I think they meant something else. No, no, they were waiting for that. Oh, my God, I got here on a boat. <laughs> and, you know, 
Dominicans don't come in a boat. Right, true. It was a weird question. I think they meant something else, but I was like on a plane, and I was really serious when I answered the question, and they just burst out laughing, and I was like, huh? Because they were probably trying to be like, give me the drama, girl. Yeah, probably. I was like, I was like on a plane. Santiago. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, but yeah, I I just have like random memories of things like my cousin's uh, father bought a video camera and you know it was for him some yes exactly with like the the actual cassettes exactly yeah and I yeah yeah and you know what I saw that and I knew it was like for him to like start memories with his family and I'm like I'm recruiting people (laughs) to like record stuff right so we recorded like a short that uh, we named La Loca de Nueva Jersey La Loca de Nueva Jersey oh god yeah 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 so the premise was that I was a mom at 12 and um, I had three daughters two of them were about you know Six, seven years old. The youngest was about three years old. She picked up. Thank you, thank you. It was my vision, though. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know. There was a crazy woman. We were we were like, I was at work, and this crazy loca from New Jersey came to the house and like terrorized my kids. And then I came home, and I was like, No, no, definitely. This shit would have never been on TV. No, it was... I think people that was my debut, started. though. Yeah, yeah. That exactly. That was my video debut. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, your folks. Yes. As all Dominican parents. Mm-hmm. I know Gico's here. Sometimes, when I was born... Uh, yes. Uh, I had a dream of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But in reality, what I should have done... Mm-hmm. Is, they're two different things. Right. So, um... We have a modern mom in the audience. Her mm. son wanted to be an actor, so mm. she support. My mom, my youngest brother wanted to be an actor. My mom yeah. supported us. I'm sorry, mom. I love you. Yeah. But what I mean is, <laughs> my mom supported me no matter what. But nice. my mom said she had a dream of me being like some lawyer in a suitcase or whatever. Mm. And in reality, if you know me, that's the far off. Did your parents, like, did they have the support system for your vision? Or did they tell you, you know what? You need to go to school. You need to get a bachelor's. <laughs> diploma lo quiero aquí. Una pared. Ya tú sabes. Por eso tú puedes hacer lo que tú quieras. Was yes. that the way they parented you? Or? Um, no, that's how old Jessica. Latino oh. parents. Yeah. Damn. I mean, in college. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned to my mom that I wanted, to, like I seriously mentioned it to my mom when I was about 12 or 13. And she said that we just weren't um, born into that kind of family. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, so there I was, and I was like, all right, that's not going to happen. Um, but, but nonetheless, I, I still, though, yeah. Honestly, what your mom was saying makes sense, though. As a Latino family, when you come to the U.S., um, there's certain things that you guys need to accomplish. There's certain luxuries you might not have. So right. everybody got to play their position and do their role. Right. So I, I get that. I get it too, especially as an adult. Like, um, your parents want the best for you. I there's like this fear of like, are they gonna be okay when I pass, et cetera, et cetera. So of course, you know, me bringing this up to her was like, 
that's, you know, that's nice, but that's not going to happen. And I found out later on in life that my mom actually wanted to be an actress and a singer. But, you know, I'm sure, like, right, exactly. And I mean, you know, when we came here, she was working, like, three jobs, cleaning offices all day. She, you know, like, she didn't have the, the funds to, like, put me in acting classes. So I did random things, like, if PAL had a free acting class, I would do that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? PAL, shout out yes. To PAL from Three Walmart. Holler, yes. Give it up, but yeah. these three guys right here for five summers. What? We held y'all down. Came through. We held y'all down, especially man. Yeah. Well, well it's so, a really tough industry to get into. So it I is. I get it. At the time, that didn't occur for me, though. I was like, my parents don't believe in me. They don't, you know, like, it was just like, <laughs> they don't believe in me. Like, I, I want to do this. And I just didn't feel supported. But now it's like, oh, they really like, I, I understand. And so in, in college, I was pursuing business administration because that's like what my dad was doing. City College. <laughs> Yeah. You don't have to go to a private school to get a good education. Mm. Nope. City true. College and all the like um Lehman, Juni, yeah. all the CUNY, Dante, yeah. all the CUNYs the two I mean the competition they're to great. get in now is insane because mm. the who nobody has twenty thousand really dollars a semester. Don't it's worry about it saying like, Fordham on your degree. As if it's, it's what you make of it. Yeah. Yeah. If you get, don't get in debt, please. Oh God, so, debt. Um, but yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Saying, shout out to City College. Yeah. So what did you do there? You started business administration. I started, but I, I was doing business administration. Um, at the time, I really wanted to pursue singing. Like singing was something that I just connected to since I was little. Like right. I, I think in songs. Like anyone who hangs out with me, I will. I have a song for everything. That's really? just yeah. I really do. What's your taking out the garbage Um. <laughs> let's see. Go, go. Wait! One, two, three, four. Take it out of the garbage. No, it has Take to... I could do that. Sometimes I do improv. Go. Taking out the garbage and it really smells, but it's okay because I don't want the smell in my house. <laughs> 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 you know, that could have been a commercial right there. I should so, do I should do tunes for the, for the commercial. I named the episode The Triple Threat. Um, yes. She's an actress. She does sing. She's not. I don't think you've done it lately. Mm. Um, and then she's like, "What's the third thing?" Like it. I was like, "You could do other. This a third. You know, modeling, dancing. What?" Like, no, nah, I'm just an actress. And a <laughs> I've done modeling in the past. Yeah. So then my name makes sense. Do it you, makes sense. Like it makes sense. I mean, it's part of her resume, right? So there you go. The it's part yeah, of my resume. No, like resume for acting is totally separate. So for me, it's just. But they don't do that much anymore. They don't actually take physical stuff anymore. They do everything digitally. Yeah. Really? What is a like an acting resume look like? Um, it has. Uh, your face, your headshot, and then it has like stuff you've done, uh, whether it's like theater. Um, is it like a resume format, or do you just be like, yo, this is my 
Do you send an email? Well, like, 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 you have an Supervisor at McDonald's. No. Extra <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to put like you want to put like your strongest stuff on there. Right. Like after a while, you start removing stuff the same as like with any professional resume. You just right. kind of start removing like, stuff that you don't need. I wouldn't put PAL you as part of my training one. anymore. Yeah. But I'm very grateful for that. I just didn't really learn any like anything that I held on to. So I'm just. Did you want to be like? Did you, you want to do like music theater? Musical theater? Sadly, like, and it just wasn't a thing. Like, my mom didn't have the funds to take me to musical theater. Right, we're circling. Yeah, and I think the first show. (laughs) Business administration. Oh yeah, no, like the first the the show that I saw was because the school took us there. It was like La Boheme or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that was pretty much the extent of it, other than, like, Disney movies and stuff. So it wasn't like, oh, let me do musical theater, until I was in college. And when I finally, you know, circling back, when I was like, you know what, I've always wanted to do this, let me just take a risk, because I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. And so I I first started doing it because I was terrified of being in front of people. Like, I mean, terrified of being in front of people. Um, I know I picked the best job for that but then so I did I took like an acting course just to like feel comfortable in front of people and then I was like oh wait I can sing and I can act and I can do it at the same time yeah like okay cool and so that's when I really went for it so were you in musicals and like uh, I did some musicals in college yeah um the life Anything goes. What else? What else? You guys are. I don't know. Do you have any songs from uh, one of those? Give me a little clip. I do not have one of those. You want to perform? Because I kind of yeah. So I know that after college. Let's do it. All right, I'll I'll write the record. Not right now. Hold on. Let me go into what I was gonna say. Yes, yes. You just took the mic off. So, uh, I can be. That's what yeah, it looked yeah, like yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I saw it. Sky watched a star is born too many times. <laughs> so after City College, yeah. and let's plug this mic right back in. So after City College, you did Platanos and Collard Green. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Was that the first? Like, oh my god. That that was my first um, like New York gig because when I graduated from college, I had like a musical theater reading. I had like a reading, a musical theater reading in Vermont. That was my first actual job that I got right out of college, and then I did Platanos and Collard Greens for like four years. And yeah, that was. Um. So, Platanos and Collard Greens is an off-Broadway show um, that's been around, when I was in it, I think it was around for nine years, so it's been around for a really long time at this point, and it's kind of like a modern-day West Side Story, and it's a love story between a Dominican girl and an African-American guy, and just kind of like the challenges that they face, especially with the mom being kind of racist, and then like, there's a lot of history involved in the show. Um, in terms of like even just like Dominican history um, and our ancestry and stuff right. like that, and so it was it was a really great experience. Oh my god! Um, no, African American. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, 
she just legit just. Oh, I'm sorry. What happened? What happened? It's no, okay. because I, we were talking about the Haitian and Dominican. Oh, thing anything oh, yeah. that Benny does yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or says is excusable on the show. Okay. What? That's who Benny Banks is. Oh. You're great. We love you. <laughs> You're amazing. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You did Platons of College, right? Yeah. And then you graduated college and you're like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be a singer. <laughs> what? This is That's exactly how she talks. I'm going to make this shit happen. Yeah. Uh, this is my fake voice. Rick knows my real voice from college. So. Uh, nah, that's right. What was your first, like, what was the first moment? I mean, I know you did something with Lynn. Yeah. But what was the moment where you were in, like, a movie or a television show where you were like, okay, I'm actually, this is it. Like, mm. I'm doing something. Yeah. Um, I think my first TV project was with Lynn. Um, Lynn reached out to me and asked if I wanted to audition to play his sister okay. on uh, a new show. Like, you're his sister. <laughs> well, that's I guess that's why he reached out, um, and he asked if I wanted to audition to play his sister, and I'm like, because ah, it was on Facebook. Like he hit me up on Facebook. Hold on a second, and this is not Lemon. This is not Hamilton. This is in the Heights before in the Heights drops. So yeah, yeah, and so um, I was thrilled, you know, to say the least, when he hit me up, and I auditioned for it. I booked it, and that was my first like legit. TV show um, with the trailer. Somebody um, doing makeup on you. They asked me what I wanted for breakfast, and I was like, "What can I have? I don't know." What do you have for breakfast? Mangu. Like some. I wish (laughs) it. They they didn't have no mangu, but that would have been dope. Probably. I did probably some eggs. The thing is, I didn't know to the extent the amount of food that they had. So I was like, eggs and toast. I was so like, I don't know. Can I have this? Can Maybe that? Maybe a coffee? Now it's like, yes, I'll have a right, slice so of avocado and, um, you know? So you have a writer. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You have a writer? You're like, yo. I don't have a writer. You want me on the show or this movie? Mango. Read this shit first. I want three avocados. I, nah, I need seven pounds of mango in a pot. Yes. I need salami. I need cheese and I need eggs. All done. Nicely That's done. Sick. I want some passion fruit be. juice in a fountain, spruing out of the fountain. You know what? That's, That's exactly Damn. what I would do. Even if I was a little bit famous. I'm hurting because I'm like, damn, have, they like, didn't have mango. I'm hurting. Now we gotta, we gotta like create that. Like so next yeah. gig, you could. why not? Yeah. Why not? I'm sorry for your agent and your manager, but next gig, you just be like, listen, I ain't signed no contract to mango's on the set. That's okay. right. No, for everybody, no. For everybody. Mangoo for everybody. Nah, fuck everybody. I <laughs> you, <laughs> I like oh, to share. So after Platinum's and Collard Greens and the show you did with Lynn, what was the next? I mean, I know what it is, but what was the next show you did after that? Um, I think it was was it Blue? I don't remember the order because those were like. So Hollywood. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Give me the order. I've done Look so many IMDb, things. I've done there. so many things. Can you just tell me what that I is? I mean, you've been on Royal Pains. You've been on Blue Butt. You've been on a show called Turner, which is awesome. It's on AMC. Um, you've also been on The Long Road Home, 
which is on the History Channel. Yeah. And um, I think... Uh, Nat uh, Geo yeah, Channel. Yeah, the, I'm sorry, Nat Geo Channel. Mm-hmm. And you also were on Orange is the New Black. I don't know if That you was the next big one. <laughs> It's on something very small called Netflix. You gotta subscribe to it's see one the of those shit. Little, it's exclusive. Yeah. The show's barely seen. Too. Nobody watches it. I've never seen that. But <laughs> what is O I T N B? Because that's the hashtag. Uh, yeah, I guess that would be the next show that like that's really a, altered. You did a show with Lynn, and then you did that. No, I did the other Why the other things too. Show? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> because you of, go from Lynn to that and that like uh, wait, Lynn Manuel? Yes. This whole time, bro. Really? You just checked in? No, 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 no way. I did, yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. Yes. So what happened? I auditioned. I was not in it. Oh you oh yes. The movie, the film? No, I'm not. What about the, the, the show? Why he didn't hit you up? Why yeah, he hit me up, man. He hit Perfect. me up, and I auditioned, yeah. and I got called back, and then the show Yo, was no not. more. And so, so, for those of you who don't know, hey, that's a good story. So, <laughs> what, what was it again? <laughs> what, 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 what interview are you doing, huh? <laughs> 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 for real. What interview? Attack on Lin Manuel. He wants context. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. She right. worked with him. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So he did in the heights. Yeah. Okay. He hit you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You auditioned. The play. Let's say the play. Yes. The, the musical. Well, she yes. Was on Broadway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did audition. I got called back a few times. Um, but that was kind of like near the end. What role were you? I was being considered for Nina and Vanessa. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Very I related a lot to Nina because she was like the first one that went to college, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, oh, they wrote that kind of about me. Then, so uh, whoever you casted for Nina, I think we're going to have to do recast. No, that's Marcus. Okay, Marcus. You can come on inside. <laughs> come on in. Marcus. Jump to Orange is the New Black already. We didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue Bloods, Royal Pains, none of those. Those, matter. those were no. They mattered they because matter. they gave they gave me experience. Um, they really taught me what it was like to be on set, to to be around all sorts of like people, uh, the different kind of roles that everybody plays and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so that was that was really great. It prepared me. I mean, you get that experience, and then you get a role like what you get on Orange is the New Black, and you have that kind of under your belt. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for all the roles that I've worked on, really. Now, tough question. Hold on, mm-hmm. before you ask that. I have one question about the... Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Give him the question. Hold on. Let me get this no, question. No, 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 no. Let him get the question first. <laughs> all right, so... Grace, get the question. I, have simple, I just wanted to know... Uh, Tom mustache. Oh, <laughs> I didn't oh, work with much. Tom Selleck. So, is it like diet or is it like what? That I wouldn't. That know. is a good, a good legit question because Tom Selleck <coughs> has yeah, one of the OG. Shout out to Tom. We love his mustache. Forget that. We may need to Google that one because I'm not. Tom Selleck. So, 
just don't want to be disillusioned like when Steve Harvey, we found out Steve Harvey. Oh, first of all, oh, no. I still have, hold on a second. Wait, what? I still get chest palpitations. That was not real. It was fake. It was fake. I hope your beard is, is real. What about his mustache? We don't know. Jury's still out. But let me ask you a question. So you've done all these shows. I mean, you played Margarita. And then you end up playing. Do you get typecast as, oh, you'll be the Latin woman or the Hispanic mm-hmm. woman? Does that bother you or mm, are okay. you up for it? Or is there a role, after you answer that question, is there a role that you would like to play? Also? Um, well, I feel like there's been a lot more variety in roles that have opened up within the last few years. Because when I first started, it was like, Nothing. Drop one that's not drop one. In terms of right now, something that is not boxing you in that you're excited about. In terms of stuff I've auditioned for? Stuff that you've auditioned or you might have gotten. Um I've auditioned for so many things and they've I'm I'm not sure how to answer they've been they've been like women in power. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, great. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You gotta repeat the question. <laughs> I don't know what. That's a character I'm gonna play someday. <laughs> I know you work for Al Capone. Listen, when I first started auditioning, I, uh, I mean, I was considering. I was like, "There's nothing for me. What do I need to do? Do I need a nose job? Do I need to like wear contacts? Do I need to dye my hair blonde? Do I need to use like wow. tamburini as my last name?" So they think I'm Italian. That's how it felt for me. Wow. Like, so they would think I'm Italian or something. And now it's like, I, there's a lot of things that have been opening up. But what I am noticing is that we still have to write our own stories. Right. Like we okay. really have to create our own stuff. Um, I think that's great, you know, but we fun. we haven't felt like we had the power. That's right. And now we have I mean, different. That shit now. Yeah. Me too. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> What's going on? I was just saying honestly. What's up? That is a separate conversation. It's not a separate conversation. First of all, there's two layers to it. I'm gonna go over it. Just there's two layers. I'm not going to clean up. Honestly, I'm going to tell you exactly what I mean. There's two layers to it, right? First of all, women in Hollywood, in Hollywood, and when I say Hollywood, I mean movies and television shows, did not get the, first of all, did not get the proper respect or pay that they deserve. That's one. Two, the U.S., I'm going to tie it into sport right now, but it's just, it's just a comparison, right? The women... The U.S. soccer team has won the title four times. Mm. They're getting ninety thousand, mm. right? While the men, the men win bum ass men soccer team. Whoa. I'm gonna say that never made the finals. Whoa. If they win, they get five hundred thousand. Mm. Oh wow! I didn't know the number. Now that's a good question. Honestly, that is a good question. But I, I, I am for for I am honestly for. There's a table. Everybody should be allowed to give a suggestion, an opinion. Should write a show. Should do. Mm-hmm. There is. There's more than one point of view in this world. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was so glad that that happened. That movement. It mm-hmm. gave women a space and a time to like, yo, 
we can do the same shit you do. And it's not to get points or anything like that, but it's like, honestly, as a Latino man, I felt not the same way because it was different for women. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a certain seat at that table. We got to make that seat. And for them, it was even worse. So I'm 100% happy that it happened. And those women on the U.S. soccer team, I'm not bringing it to that, but they need to get paid their money. Because I don't think that's right. One. Two, if we're filming a movie right now and I'm getting paid X amount of money and then Karina's getting paid X amount of money, meanwhile, Karina's got to do other scenes that I'm not involved in or stuff like that. And maybe she produced or maybe she wrote. Like, I just feel like it's, it's it, we need to open our mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. di- diversity and inclusion, the show is all about that. So, yeah. that's yeah. just my piece on it. That's just my piece on yeah. So, back to my original question is, mm-hmm. do you feel that because you're Latina, do you get boxed into that role? And does it mm. bother you? That's my real thing. Does it bother you? Um, There have been roles that I've auditioned for that I've felt... Mm, I don't really want to do this um, because of that. But there have been a lot of roles that I've felt empowered by. Okay. Um, like a lot of women in power, that kind of thing. Um, and again, I think things are really like changing now. And I think also we're noticing that, like I was saying, we can also create our own things. I mean, look at like Insecure. It started off as, you know something that was a web series got picked up broad city etc etc okay. I, mean, I think it's something that you said is interesting because it's mm-hmm. like writing our own stories now. yeah now there's not just a, you don't want to there's not one a one dimensional right, thing right not. yes and you don't want to you don't want to stay stuck in a box and you also don't want to put yourself in a box and look at the world like well this is the box that they're putting me in and this is these are my options like you are not in a box like where's the box at you know what i'm saying like we where where is it like it's in your mind absolutely absolutely in your mind and so um i think i'm also at a place where like um i realize that i don't have to audition for everything okay just because it's like oh they're looking for latinas i'm at a place where i do want to create my career and what that looks like to me right. so uh and what is that i'm sorry to cut you off yeah what is that what is the like the role i mean they just disney just casted mm. a african-american black woman to play jasmine which yeah. i think is ariel ariel i'm mm-hmm. sorry the little Wrong mermaid movie. <laughs> ariel which i think is perfectly fine it's yeah cool. i'm cool with it if edris elba played james bond i'll be a hundred percent cool with it. Yeah. Oh, gee. So, what is the role that you envision that you would like to play? I don't think I have one in you particular. You have the budget, and you're writing the script. So um. What kind of movie would you write? Though? Okay, well, there's a lot of stories I want to tell, but I would like to do a rom com. Um, okay. I would like to do a rom com. One of my passion <laughs> projects is to tell stories kind of like around uh, people with special needs because if, if, if we think that we are underrepresented, people with special needs are like not there. And um, 
that I think that would be my passion project in terms of like the role that I like to play I don't know someone that hopefully uh, touches other people and inspires them someone that's uh, that's not perfect um, that's dealing with uh, I don't know an internal battle of some sort to try to be the best version of themselves etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, but there's definitely a whole wide of different characters that I love to play because I'm three-dimensional like I'm, I'm a clown sometimes and I have my silly side so comedy is something that I love um, but I can also be really deep and like emotional and and other times I can be really strong like there's just different versions of myself and I think that like yeah and I think that that's something that I would love to explore so I want to you said some special needs mm -hmm. so uh, there's a set of brothers in Hollywood mm -hmm. called the Farty Brothers mm -hmm. that they make it their mission statement to cast special needs actors mm. so if you've seen um, there's something about Mary mm. um What's the one with the two brothers that are conjoined? Stuck on you. Stuck on you. Oh, Any of those movies by Peter Farley or his brother, <laughs> Farley Brothers. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. They That's ask awesome. people that they know from the neighborhood in Massachusetts mm. and they make it their mission <coughs> to cast special needs. That's, That's awesome. So, yeah. Honestly. And shout out to Rami. For, they also have someone with special needs on there. I don't know if you guys have watched Rami. No, I love that show. It's a dope show. And it's about a Middle Eastern mm. Oh, he's honest. like he's on like Hulu. dealing with like yeah. the religion and him. He just he got really his HBO comedy special. Yes, so you'll yeah. know who he is in like two months. It's in the he's got you know now. He's like, dope. It's it's coming coming up. Yeah, oh, he's doing his thing. Like that show was dope. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. he's dope. And one of the one of the regulars on the show is special needs, and he's dope too. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, so happy yeah, to see yeah, that. So it's so the same with Breaking so Bad, the, the kid that has cerebral palsy, and he actually yeah. has cerebral palsy. Oh, that was like, yeah, that meant a lot. So I mean, I like the two best shows on television <laughs> ever written, ever filmed, The Wire and Breaking Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad. We can argue whoever wants, but those are the, those are the two. Entourage, baby. Entourage. Moving <laughs> on to our next two questions. So we have a segment where it's called IG Asks. Mm -hmm. right. okay. So, Mr. Jose Salcedo He asks, you have $20 left in your bank account That's it, that's all you got How he, yeah, what? How he know? How he know what's in my bank account, though? Don't worry about that, Jose knows everything <laughs> He's a tech guy Okay, okay You have $20 left Okay Are you going to the Chini truck or to Petco? <laughs> Oh, oh that's not right! Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a good question. Wait, wait a minute, wait. that's not right. Oh, no. Nah. I'm just saying. I don't know if you do. I'm just saying. There's twenty dollars left. Right? She's an animal lover. Oh, yeah, but so damn, Rick. She's going to the Timmy Trump or to Petco. Twenty dollars. It's not my question. Jose asked it. Jose, I love you, bro. No, 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 no way. No. <laughs> no to what? That's Echo? rough, man. No, man. Hold on a second now. Yeah, but hold on. $20. I, I'm going to add to that because you, $20 you can split it, but I got right? So it's $20 and you were your team. Oh. So now you got to make a, a hardcore decision here. <laughs> there you go. Like, <laughs> like who your team is going to probably eat it? Another genie. <laughs> or is it the pet shop? Or is it the Petco? Or Smart? Whatever the other one is. Yeah, that's 
Come on, son. Come on, son. Thank Jose Sacedo. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm pretty sure. Hey, my 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 dog is really smart, man. On a different level. All right, you know what? I I got it. Okay. I'm going to the Chimi truck. Okay. And my dog is getting some of that. Some Chimi. just killed your dog because he's eating some. Answer that question. Is this Oregon's trail? My dog just died from eating a chimney? That's it. Wrong. Well, your dog died. Now. Your dog died. You start saying you failed. No. Wrong answer. Dominican dogs can eat chimneys, man. Oh, it's true. Bro, that's but right. You specifically said Petco, meaning the dog eats dog food. So. No, 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 no. Timmy, I'm a, I'm a get... this dog that yeah. survived for like 36 years. He was yeah. eating rice and beans. That's right. Dog food is crap. Dog food is not good. I should. Again, to put it into context, my grandmother's dog, his name was Timmy. After Timothy McVeigh. Wow. wow. Okay. Impossible. Yes, it was. He was dropping bombs. <laughs> it was literally. Damn. So just to give you some insight. Okay. So okay. I don't know. I don't have her. I'm sorry. But they also passed. No, not my grandma. It's at I was number four. You know that. So the next question was, who was your inspiration? I don't have the app. I'm sorry. Okay. But who was your inspiration? Who's someone that inspired you to go into, I guess, music and act as well? Oh wow. Um, Dolly Parton. Okay, music. I think Mariah Carey was one of them. I had her Daydream album, and I'll I'll tell you a very embarrassing story about that. But I had a crush on this kid from like fourth grade to eighth. What's his name? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the live camera. What's that dude's name? Hell no. How? Oh God, no! You're in the audience. That you can say. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That was, but that was like JT. Okay, fine. I had his pictures on the wall, but I'm in a real person, you know, like in my life. Just say his name. We don't care. Name him. Name him. I said it. Give me here. Don't worry about Korean. Give me here, Joe. I said it. So, who was your inspiration besides your high school crush? No. So, the reason I brought middle school, whatever it was middle school. Um, the reason I brought it up is because I used to listen to Mariah Carey's album religiously, and I used to talk to this kid like every day, just not in person. No, but I, I literally dedicated like one of the songs on the album. What song was that? Which one? Which one? From the Daydream album? No. Always be my baby. Nope. <laughs> so what was the song? When I saw you. You never listening to that song ever again. <laughs> he looked like Aladdin to me, you know. So oh, as soon as I saw him, I was like, Ah. So, it's no, it's not. But but Mariah Carey was was the someone music. that I used to listen to. Um, Whitney was someone I used to listen to. I did not sound okay. like either of them. I was horrible. That was really bad. Letting you go is gonna be on the Rick Gage show. God, that's when I start. That's when I started getting lessons. Remember, guys, we couldn't afford any lessons, so anything like before my training was like, like it was bad. Beautiful. He was terrible. Oh, thank you. Well, let me 
makes you feel better. Sorry, Rick. I was blue face before blue face and G Easy before G Easy. I'm saying that. You brought it up earlier, so I'm running with it. I'm running with it. Shout out to Fredo. He recorded the song. Fredo! What about Chuck? So, who's your movie actress person? Um. When I, I think uh, one of the people that really stand out to me was Julia Roberts at the time. Because um, people just kept bringing her up to me. So when I watched her, she was just so, like, natural and, like, so sweet. I didn't see it that way. She was beautiful, yes. So for the men that are in the audience, and Julia, Julia Roberts... <laughs> That pretty woman ruined it for a lot of people. So Julia, she was she was one of them. Um, in terms of like my early. The next or even no, no. I I inspire to be Karina Ortiz because my experience okay. on this life okay. is <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. She got media training like crazy. <laughs> well, my experience is totally different than Julia. Julia had a lot of opportunities that I did, especially yeah. growing up. Um, so so Shout I feel. Julia though. And Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. <laughs> Yeah, but no, my experience is different. So I, yes, I come. That's her brother. <laughs> I don't know that. But yeah, my experience is different. So I think I I would aspire to be myself. Yeah. Is um, there a Latina actress that you're like, oh my god, she's dope? Oh, there's a lot of them that are dope. I don't aspire to be them, but I admire them because I feel like growing up and not seeing us on TV and me feeling like, what is going on here? So I have to do something. Yeah. Growing up, the uh, first yeah. time I saw uh, Talia, I used to watch her novelas when Marima. she was Mari Marima. That's right. Okay. Um, and I think, so, but that was still like Sama. separate from like American TV. Oh, okay. So Salma Hayek was the first one that I Ooh. sort of saw myself relating to because she had like the curls in Desperado. Um, she had an accent. Um, so yeah, I you think I have I have a bit of an accent. I used to it used to be stronger, and I actually wish I still had that accent. I have like a tape of me in third grade talking like this and uh, so singing. So this is the part in our show where we Don't ask like the audience. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, a bigger audience. I may maybe. I think the Tommy 5K episode, but I think this mm. is up there. Oh. So that's props to you. But this part, we asked the audience to ask Karina a question. Now, she don't know what these questions are. They could come out of left field. So they're going to be interesting. I like to start on the right-hand side. Uh, Alex is first. Do you have a question? Do you have a question? Or a comment? Do I have a question? Oh, my man, Jake Dodd is next. Jake Dodd is in the building. Dot shot it. We're going to ask all of them? Yes, everybody. 
You got one? We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. All right, so whoever has a question, just hands up first. Mark is first. Mark's got the first one. Um, do you remember uh, a cassette called Cinderella? Okay. That sounds that is fucked up. Story behind the cassette. What is it? It's not what it was supposed to be. You're wrong for that. I'm going to reiterate. Shout out to Mark Kenny. He's here to go. Mark Kenny. Do you remember a cassette? Called Cinderella. That was. Oh my god. That's what he would say. And he said it in this tone. In this tone. VHS. And he looked so serious too. Like like he had like a real. At that time it was VHS. It was VHS. It was. God, it was a vi- it was so, a video cassette that said Cinderella on it. Okay. And um, I popped it in the VHS, and it was not. It was a, it was a different version of Cinderella. Oh, so, Inappropriate. Uh, no, no, no. What was it? What was What was it? What? You can't. You can't get off that one like that. Okay, if you think of Cinderella, there was another VH. I, I'm pretty sure it was called Forest Hump or something. Like it was porn. Okay. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That was my brother's one. Hey, no one told you to touch my stuff. Oh wait, it was G-Code tape. It was. That makes a hundred percent. That 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 brings it all home for me. Did you watch the whole thing though? I watched a few seconds of it and I was like, "Well, this is not Cinderella, but what is happening?" (laughs) Time out. A few seconds. I did. How long? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think you're just being like dismissive with it, saying a few seconds. I'm being dismissive of it. Yeah. I watched how long into the tape did you go in? Be like, oh my god! Wait, how old? Yeah, I was a little kid. I don't remember, but I was terrified of my parents. Gee, how old she was? You you remember this? I do not. Let's go to the next. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Next question. Yes. The first and last song composed. Composed. Um, gosh, maybe it was one of my raps in high school. Oh, hold on a second. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, no. No, You're no. gonna have to spin that 16. No! <laughs> Do you remember it? No! Just a few bars. One bar. Four bars. <laughs> Two bars. So it was a rap song. You guys are killing me. You're That's killing me cool. with this! It's my life! Alright. You don't wanna believe the truth! <laughs> so what was the last song you composed? Okay, the last. Oh, wow. I think it was probably one that's like on my MySpace or something. Um, What's your MySpace name? Let's throw that out there too. Hey, <laughs> wow! What's that? What's your screen name as well? Wait, wait, wait. What, what's the MySpace name so that people can go? Oh wait, 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 wait! I know the aim. Uh, it was Karina. Her stage name was Karina Star back in the day. Oh shit, that's right. Because Estela means star. Estela means star. That's so my I know middle that name. One. So okay. you guys can have that. That's a freebie. In the song, it says Rick H. featuring Karina Star. Um, so you can have that. 
Look that up. That's it, babe. It's probably somewhere on the internet. What's the last song you did? She's never going back on her. Jesus. No, I'll come back. Um, maybe it was I'm through or something. It's one of the MySpace ones. I'm through letting. I mean, letting you go is probably still on MySpace. I haven't seen that thing Justin. in years. Yo, so give me a give me a close up real quick. Giancarlo's her brother. Oh, it's without an S. Giancarlo. That's right, Giancarlo. It's Italian. I know him as Gico. Jeff, which is Jada, and Mark. We will get the songs for you. It will be on our Instagram and our Facebook, and we have a website too, so it'll be on there too. Next question. Next question on this side. Oh on this side, we're all done on this side. Okay. <laughs> this side. Moving on to this side right here. Oh wait, wait. Oh, the Brooklyn. Right G, you get two, so give me two. Yeah. So we have to speak a little bit about mom and, and, and all that. Yeah. Wait, actually, hold on a second. G, if you don't mind, could you come and sit next to me? Wait, you want to come sit over here real quick? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I, I want. I want just for the shot. Come on. Come on. Yeah, 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 Here's my boy G Code. He's here. Giancarlo. He'll be here next week. That's the older brother. You get two joints, bro. You're the older brother. You get to have anything. So, so we spoke a little bit about, you know, coming from the Dominican Republic over yes. here, a little bit about my, my mother and my father. You know, more about my mom. I want her to touch base a little bit about my father and my brother. And, okay. and, and, and what, what that's like, right? Just because. Um, I think that is a subject where we tend to miss a lot and it's more of, you know, the handicap. And, and, and sometimes we, we don't tend to teach the younger generation of what that's like because growing up bullying was, was like really crazy dealing with that, right? So I think we send a message out to, to, just, to just let them know on, on what that feels like. It was almost the norm, bullying. Exactly. Yeah. So bullying was, was, was crazy. Um, you know, me, me coming from Washington Heights, you know, picking up my brother was it was so tough because you you would hear people you know making fun of that and, and it was so just Upsetting. hard for me to to intake that and, and the anger that I used to carry along for so many times. So mm. I want I want her because she 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 followed up more more than I did because I was more the angry person at that time. She's more the like at that moment she was more the calm. So she got yeah. to to intake more from the outside and she was able to see that in. So I wanted to just, you know, your introduce brother. you, introduce us to that. Too. First of all, what's your brother's name? Because we said your brother. Yes. I mean, Giancarlo is the older brother. He's the mm-hmm. one to watch her. What's your brother's name? Oh, Frank. But we call him Frankie. Frank. No. Frankie. The world he's Frank. You don't have that privilege yet. Oh. Like he's, no, I'm I know. Like I'm people just, uh, Ricardo, how you doing? Like you can even call me Rick. I don't know you. So Frank, Frankie, shout Frankie. out to Frank. He likes Frankie though. Nah, he likes Frankie. He Frankie. likes Frankie. 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 Shout out to Frankie. 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 Yes. Um, shout out to Frankie, y'all. Oh, your rebuttal to your brother's question. Frankie's 32. Okay. Um, 
And growing up, yeah, we, we did definitely experience the bullying and I have the earliest memory um, when I was just kind of, I was really confused okay. because we were walking down the street, it was me, my mom and Frankie, and the stroller that he had, he was probably around seven or eight. <clears throat> um, and the stroller we had was a special stroller. My mom was like pushing him. It was a really beautiful day in the summer. And then there was these two kids that were outside playing. Where exactly? With, that yeah, it was um, 170, 174th Street. No, between 174th and 175th on Fort Washington. Mm-hmm. And they were unsupervised. You know what I'm saying? Causing a ruckus, doing whatever they wanted to do. It was Fort Washington. But anyway, so they they were outside, you know, doing what whatever they were doing. And then they saw my brother and they stopped playing and they started yelling stuff like, look at the baby on the stroller. What a baby. Mama's boy, et cetera, et cetera. And that was the first time that, like, I had somebody, like, say something about my brother. Like, and I'll never forget that day. How old were you? <clears throat> I was about 10. I was about 10 years old, 9. And I was... He's two years younger. Two years younger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, Gio's three years. <laughs> That's all right. I'm alive to tell it, so it's all good. Good, good. I'm, I'm blessed. <laughs> um, but... So that was tough for me because it was the first time that I saw someone treating my brother like he was less than, and I just didn't understand why they would make fun of him. Like, growing up with him, he was my my brother, my normal little brother who needed assistance with some things, and when they said something like that, it was kind of like this this moment that I realized that, like, people saw him differently, and not in a good way, what different. What was your response to I, them? I wanted to beat them up. I wanted to beat them up. And I I expressed to my mom my anger. And she said to ignore them. But I was so angry. And obviously there's moments in your life that you never forget. That was one of them for me. Um, And then... your mom gave you like wise words. Yeah, she did. My mom... At that point you don't understand. I didn't understand. I just wanted to beat them up. Like I just had that anger. And then me and Gio used to beat each other up, so that seemed like the right kind of punishment. <laughs> that was my experience. Why did you beat them up? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't there. He wasn't is, there. Is that how you do things? You just beat them up? Like, that's how y'all she, she, she did one time. I did the run behind her. Like, I'm a, uh, she did a, like a spin move in the air, oh, right? So and left in the back. Her left was up. And I said, ah, right in the. Oh. <laughs> Never forgot that moment either. He cried. <laughs> so we're gonna go circle back to Jeff. Yes. J Dot. That shot it by the way. Has your name the original members of Destiny Chat? Yes. Yes. No. Okay. Original. Um, the original? De- yes. Definitely not. not and I will not lie about it. I will not lie about it. All right, if you want, we can. Beyonce. So, thank you for having me. Thank you for having This is my favorite. Giancarlo? Thank you. Giancarlo. You see, I'm not the only one. Giancarlo. We'll be back next week. Yes. So... To Jeff's question, you gotta name the three, four members oh, of Destiny no. Child. No, Beyonce, yeah, Kelly, 
You could just press the eject button. Toya. Latavia. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Whoa. Hi, which one were you? Yeah, we should have eight. Oh. Kenny Rogan? I was none. I was me and none. I was Beyonce. Wait, was that your favorite band? All right. She's a Virgo. It wasn't. I'm a Virgo. Yes. What was your favorite group growing up, then? God, you see, I have a hard time with favorites. Boys I'm sorry. Oh, right, okay, Kyrie. yes, I'll go with boys to men. Thank you. So, cause thank even you. though time's gonna rough, you never can you anything. That question is, you got it now? You know what it is? I know almost just about everything about her. So if I ask her put her on the spot, it would just be blowing up the spot. I got you, brother. I got you. I got you. I got you. No, we're up. That's what we're here for. So, on this side, is there another question? Yes, Erica Sanchez, publicist for the Ricky Show. <laughs> and uh, CEO of Braidcom. Yes, you have a question? Um, what? Erica Sanchez, again. At Erica Sanchez. <laughs> at Erica Sanchez, <laughs> at Erica Sanchez <laughs> NYC. Yes. Just saying. <laughs> Do you feel that um, there are plenty of opportunities for you in New York? Or Nah, she's going to LA. She don't even know who I am. Reach what? What is it that you want to achieve at the next level? She saw G. Um. Saw G. She was like, Oh my God! Oh, that's right. My brother. No, I feel like New York has a lot of shows going on right now. A lot of opportunity with shows. Some film. LA, I think, is heavy on film. Um, I'd. I, I'd potentially like to be by coastal at some point, um, but I don't feel like there's a lack of opportunity here. I audition for stuff that tapes all over the world um, from New York, um, but I don't know. I mean, I went out to LA for a few months before to try it out there, and it was nice, but it's there's no place like New York. Yeah. <laughs> the weather, the weather in the winter sucks. <laughs> but yeah, we'll take one last yeah. question from the gentleman in the back. So, um, as artists, I, you know, we face disappointment all the time, mm. and so sometimes maybe a scene's not working for you mm. at that point, or like maybe rehearsal's not working for you, maybe they get a part. What's your process of like pushing through that? Right. That's, a yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Brother, I yeah. appreciate that question. I really like that. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can really get in your head if you let yourself get in your head. Um, when it comes to like shooting stuff like that, like you have to do whatever it's gonna take for you to get out of your head because you're your own worst enemy. And once you start focusing on, you know, like. I beat myself up a lot, and that's something I'm working on. But like, when you focus on that, you're no longer focused on what you need to be doing, actually. So now you're focused on something that's not even really happening. You're, fo you're stuck in your head. Um, so it's really getting out of your head. So whether it takes listening to a song to kind of hype you up, whether it takes meditating, whether it takes acknowledging that you're in your head, which we don't even do sometimes. We don't even acknowledge that we're in our head. But just acknowledging it is powerful because then you can tell yourself, oh, yeah, I'm in my head. And that's all that is. That's not reality. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think for some, well, for something like Longwood Home, which is based on a true story, now it's playing an actual um, person. Um, I did 
go through like either meditations before I shot <clears throat> or I would listen to songs uh, to get me where I needed to be. And I, I just didn't focus on the other stuff. Like I remember being nervous as hell because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to perform. Like what if I don't get there? And then I was like, okay, I know this is all bullshit. This is just all bullshit. And if I focus on the bullshit, I'm going to act on the bullshit as opposed to like letting that go and being like, well, that doesn't really exist. Oh, That's bullshit. And you say yourself for it. I'm sorry. Huh? Letting you go. A song title to our song. Yo, yeah. I'm dead. I'm on iTunes. I'm sorry. Did we have it? For real? I, I, I do have that song. I will put it right, on. Hold on. You got really like into that role, man. Is yeah. That, is that your she did. The long role. Nagio. On the man. That that role really meant a lot to me. Um, Margarita That's the one that was stood out the most. because I learned so much. Like I, I was in Texas for a bit. I really learned about like military families um, and what their experience is like. Whatever you feel about war, whether you know you're for it or against it, like these families still have to deal with what they deal with. And I did not realize the kind of livelihood and experiences that these people deal with that we don't even think about like we'll look at the news we'll look at like war stuff happening but we don't even think about the families like really right. think about the fam like until you I see understand. something and that's why it's really important to tell stories so how can i watch the um nat geo nat geo app this i believe right yeah yeah it's a mini series it came it's eight episodes it came out uh, like uh, two years ago or last year my nominated for a, a, a Mahin award so there you go that's what they call it <laughs> it is out. It came out in 2017. It's on Nat Geo on Thank demand you. if you want to see it. Yeah. She's also on a little show on Netflix called Orange is the New Black. <laughs> um, uh, AMC also has it on demand. Mm. I mean, surprise. Like, there's stuff that you can see whenever you want. She was on Turn, Washington Spies. Also on Royal Pains on the US. <laughs> and Blue Bloods. I think that's CBS. Is that a network that exists? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> that exists. <laughs> so, I want to thank our audience for coming out. Uh, I want to thank uh, a good friend of mine from college and from the neighborhood, Karina Ortiz. Thank you. Karina Stark. <laughs> and our... She's local. We wanted local for yeah, the sponsor. Cheers. So, cheers, Dykeman Beer Company. Thank and you, honestly, cheers. We, they came into the door, and I was like, oh shit, I made it. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> that's right. So, the audience that's here, you won't be able to see them. In season four, we'll have There's a camera behind There's right amazing celebrities in the Washington audience. High School. And I made it. I did I That's right. We, we. So, go ahead. All right. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. sorry. We have a giveaway that we're doing with a Dominican-American National Foundation. There is a Dominican Heritage Day happening. No, day. In September 17th at City Field, Mets versus Dodgers. Tickets are 22 bucks. With tax, it's like 24-something. The link is on our website, therickhl.com. September 15th. September 15th. It's on a Sunday, 1 p.m. 
you might be able to be on City Field, on the actual field, to march with us. Uh, it's about Dominican American heritage, and it's being displayed on that day. There's also live music, there's facilities, and it's a great People that are Dominican will be there as well. You do not have to be there. Domin- just go to the website. The Rig. You hate Dominicans. Come through. Come on, TheRigHShow.com. There's a link to where you can purchase the tickets. It didn't work yesterday. That's my fault. It works today. 100%. And that event is done by, again, Dominican American National Foundation. So, thank you all. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. The live audience on TV. Shit, three piece suits, Valentino cufflinks, LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets, it's the ART. Uh. 